Hey guys, in this video, I will be answering the question, what would a relationship between an INFP and an ESTJ look like? But before I do that, I need you to like make sure you're subscribed to the channel. And also, if you hit the uh, alert bell so that you get notifications whenever uh, we go live or when uh, we're posting additional videos, that would be fantastic. That being said, welcome to CS Joseph Responds. I'm your host, Chase, here to answer your questions, Jungian analytical psychology, or the fourth sides of the mind, as well as four sides dynamics, because that's what we call it. And again, today's question is, what would a relationship uh, between an INFP and an ESTJ look like? And the source of today's question is none other than Cora. And I'd also like to thank my wife, Railgun, for finding this a uh, pretty fun question. So let's get down to it. First things first, we're gonna look at uh, Daisy Taylor, who studied restoration. And she says that she's a 20-year-old female, at least on September 23rd, 2018. And she says, quote, This is a personal experience and probably won't apply to most relationships, but I'll try to take the MBTI stereotypes into account. I mean, like, why is that necessary? Like, literally, why is that necessary? The friend dearest to me is an ESTJ girl. How does she know that? Like, how does anyone know this? Our relationship developed slowly, and oh boy, it was an emotional roller coaster for both of us before we could settle down. We have faced a lot of tension and drama in the first few years. Is she a lesbian? Uh, partly because we both had romantic feelings for each other. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and partly because we were complete opposites in handling the situation. Maybe. I was the one confessing to her, although I forgot when and how. I was always very open about my feelings towards her. Okay, yeah, because you sound like an FIT user and she actually sounds more like an ESTP and not actually an ESTJ, but that's a whole other story. I would jokingly and very awkwardly flirt with her whenever I had the chance because I loved to provoke her just to catch her attention. Wait a minute, maybe you're the SE user? I would openly compliment her body too and I had to learn the way how to develop to keep the, the PDA low. From her side, it was a complete denial at first. She didn't want to admit her bisexuality to, to herself until recently. Okay, or maybe she didn't have a choice? Or maybe like she just really wanted to be wanted and by, by somebody finally maybe she's not actually bisexual as much as people claim they are i don't think they actually really understand these labels as much as people claim just saying she found this part of our friendship an embarrassment because she had strict values and wanted to meet the expectations of others oh that sounds pretty affiliative so only a good chance she's actually an estj she opened up later and found out that she enjoys flirting with me as well in her dominating ways that I completely don't mind. Okay, well, maybe she's not an ESTJ, maybe more of like an ESTP, because they do that, but who knows? Uh, we had serious trust issues in the beginning. She didn't trust me because I could have crossed the line easily, and I didn't trust her because she could have turned cold towards me any time. Well, okay, that doesn't sound very ESTJ all of a sudden turning cold at any time, because ESTJs are afraid of their own self-worth, and they try to be as warm as they can in certain situations for the sake of their own, you know, sympathies. They're not very empathetic, so that's kind of why they end up getting the, uh, the the label cold when in reality they shouldn't. But, okay, fair enough. I never busted her lives because I wanted to give her the space she needed. Okay, there's no way that this is describing an ESTJ INFP relationship at all. Like, I give up. I'm moving on to somebody else. This is this is not working. Alex saying. I, uh, he's an INFP high schooler from July 19, 2018. Awesome. I can't tell you what the relationship would look like romantically. Then why are you answering this question? Uh, but I could describe it in terms of friendship. Okay. 
One of my closest friends in ESTJ, I've known her for about seven, eight years. I'd say pretty hard to get along without any common interest, but if both sides are able to communicate well and understand each other enough, then they can get along just fine. To me, my ESTJ is kind of like a mom figure. Okay, that this is this is sounding accurate. Uh, she always is the one to keep me in check if I'm lazing off or procrastinating anything important. This is getting real. Uh, she's very straightforward and uh, can get to be a bit bossy at times. Okay, fair. But that's usually uh, them caring for you. Also very fair. Generally, I think INFPs will be drawn to them by the ESTJ's charisma and determination, whereas the latter would be drawn by the quirky, warm, emotional side of an INFP. Guys, no, that's not accurate, but okay. On the other hand, if you're not close to an ESTJ, you can feel easily intimidated by their presence. Sometimes they may say something insensitive, but they usually don't have any ill intentions. That's, that's usually true, actually. Uh, in the end, though, it really comes down to how much both sides understand each other and their ability to communicate. That's true. All right, thank you, Alex Sane, for having the only <laughs> sane response to this question so far. Let's continue. Derek Lee, Boo CEO, the personality dating app at Boo.dating. Interesting. Uh, it's actually, uh, he answered this on Thursday. Oh, this is very, this is very recent. Uh, it's actually a frequently occurring pairing for natural reasons. They are both at what each other are not, and that's very attractive. Okay, no, this guy is obviously like supporting socionics duality. And let me tell you something, folks. Socionics duality is an absolute lie. To the ESTJ, the INFP is the embodiment of innocent optimism and someone who's touched with their feelings. To the INFP, the ESTJ is the confident, assured, decisive leader. <laughs> no, ESTJ's decisive leaders. I'm sorry, they have NI trickster. They don't actually know what they want. It sounds like this guy is actually describing an ESTP, which is the bronze pair uh, for an INFP, which would be the most common marriage and also most successful relationship statistically uh, amongst people. Now, granted, I maintain there's higher compatibilities with golden and silver pair relationships, but for some reason, people choose bronze uh, relationships more so. Uh, and the reason for that is, is that they have a tendency to be able to hide a little bit more, whereas you can't hide as much in a gold or a silver pair. They have really high highs and really low lows in comparison to a bronze pair. Bronze pair is a little bit more balanced, etc., in terms of like uh, a mutual love and respect for people's domains within that relationship. He goes on. However, these are very different personality types, and they often have differing views on a lot of things, like communication styles and principles versus uh, rationality. What may have been really attractive in the beginning will prove more difficult as both you begin to compromise in order to understand and appreciate their differences. Very well said. It's a pairing with relatively higher divorce rate. Yeah. So we don't recommend it on Boo because we think this attraction dynamic can be made uh, with more similar types, having the best of both complementary personas and shared values. Okay. You make a good point, uh, but uh, stay away from socionics, please. Um, spend a little bit too much time on the answer, so now I give uh, my answer, the uh, CSJ answer to what would a relationship between an INFP and an ESTJ look like. And let me tell you, absolute total hell. This relationship is terrible. You do not want to have this relationship. It's, it's an intra-quadra relationship, which means these folks have the exact same cognitive functions, except in different order. So you have two FI users here, two SI users, two TE users, two NE users. Both of them are trying to make the other person want them. And both of them have a hard time wanting anything, especially the ESTJ. So the any parent who wants to be wanted and desired it within the uh, INFP is trying to get the ESTJ to desire them, but then the ESTJ has NI trickster and is not able to meet that need whatsoever. As a result, it's absolutely terrible. Not only that, 
so that that makes the sexual compatibility terrible but the emotional compatibility is even just as terrible why well because each of them is all about well my values not shared values each of them is all about you know what everyone else is thinking and it just becomes a conversation with okay who could find the better source before we make a decision who who can find uh who can do the better research before we we can make a decision and oftentimes they actually put each other's status over the other because both of them are status seeking the infp is super status thinking uh, seeking whereas the estj is more of like trying to uh seek uh, a higher you know philosophy moral principles etc but they end up judging each other they judging they end up judging the other person as either weak or ineffective or uh, you don't want me or you don't think that I'm competent, or you don't think really highly of me, and they're both accusing each other of this over time consistently. So when socionics duality comes into play, oftentimes people mistake duality for bronze pair relationships, and it just blows up in everyone's face. And in this case, especially, you know, sex in the bedroom, what an absolute waste of time. Like, both of them are trying to get the other person to initiate with them, and that's just not going to happen. There's just no initiating thing, thing going on there and so basically we're already looking at a sexless relationship for the most part they may they because they have to cognitive transition and that can cause the brain stress to actually have a sexual relationship so and sex is all about you know relieving stress right no in this case actually it's very stressful and it won't actually be fulfilling whatsoever and as a result these two uh, types just grow apart grow apart grow apart grow apart grow apart typically people get into duality relationships like this uh, when it's like their very first time and it's it's like literally, you know, marrying the first person you have sex with, essentially. And that's usually how these kinds of relationships last or, or you know, they they go on 10 years before they actually end up getting a divorce, which is what they should have done. Like, oh, wait, they shouldn't even got married to begin with. Uh, and the reason why is, is because that's they're both SIUs and that's and the sexual experience that these two people have it's it's only with those two people and they really don't know why you know I I also in my coaching practice end up coaching ISTJs and ENFPs and they end up having the same exact problems as INFPs and ESTJs do the exact same compatibility issues no sexual compatibility no emotional compatibility and eventually it just leads to cheating. And in fact, statistically, it's the INFP where that will cheat first because they have the vice of treachery. INFPs are technically the most treacherous of all the types, but they're also the most loyal of all the types because they oscillate between those two extremes within virtue and vice, etc. So as a result, the INFP eventually will just start trading up and then abandon the ESTJ entirely. The ESTJ may hold out and be a little bit more loyal to the INFP over time, but that's usually not the case. I actually grew up with a couple uh, that I went to church with, and he was an INFP, she was an ESTJ, uh, she was his first sexual experience. Uh, the thing is, is that he didn't know that like she was having like an extra relationship on the side that ended up being like her first son, but she didn't tell him, and he didn't realize that his firstborn was not actually his kid. It was, it was, it was, it was disastrous. These two, uh, but uh, you know, to this day, I don't think their son actually knows the truth about that. But the point is, is that this relationship is devastating and needs to be avoided at all costs. Do not do it. Uh, thank you. You can, you know, it's horrible. If you want to find out more about why that is, watch season five playlist on my U other YouTube channel, or watch the uh, videos on the golden pairs as well as pedagogue relationships, the romantic compatibility series I have. It's season fourteen. It's available at csjoseph.life/members. So, anyway, if you'd like a chance at your question being answered on this channel, please post it below as a comment. Uh, or go on Quora and tag me. 
Uh, if you want a guaranteed answer for your question, become a silver member at csjoseph.life forward slash members. It's like $5 a month. The price of that's going to go up soon, so you might want to get in on that. And I think we're looking at people getting grandfathered in for the lower price before we do the price change. And uh, post your question on the private Q&A Discord channel, and uh, I answer all those questions uh, each month on a private live stream for silver members. So anyway, with that being said, I'll see you guys tonight.